Council come to order and will the clerk please call the roll. Anderson? Present. Bush? Here. Oliver? Here. Ford? Here. Edgar Smith? Here. Mattingly? Here. Sutton? Here. We begin tonight with the consent agenda and our first item is to approve the council minutes for August 1 and 8. The second item is housing and urban development citizens pl participation plan. Uh, the next is a resolution 8A23 to approve two bank franchise tax refunds. Item D is resolution 8B23, resolution extending operating agreement with Blacksburg Museum and Cultural Foundation. Uh, item E is to authorize acceptance of special warranty deed for 0.07 acres of property near Harding Road. And the action there will be that we are authorizing acceptance uh, by the town manager. What is council's pleasure on the consent agenda? I move approval of the consent agenda. Second. We have a motion and a second. Will the clerk please call the roll? Bush? Aye. Oliver? Aye. Ford? Aye. Edgar Smith? Aye. Mattingly? Aye. Sutphin? Aye. Anderson? Aye. We have no public hearing scheduled for this evening, uh, but we do have a citizen comment period each time we meet. And I invite uh, whoever would like to speak up to the microphone this evening. Um, you can speak on any topic of your choosing. And some of you know this, and some of you it'll be a first time. There's a little stoplight up here. And when you begin to speak, the uh, manager will hit the uh, timer. And uh, green is go, and yellow means your time is about up and uh, the red light means that your three minutes are up. So I invite anybody who'd like to to speak during public comment. I failed to say that you should begin with your name and uh, your address. And here? Yes, and that's, yeah, the, that little black thing. You don't have to pick up that mic. The other one is a mic. Okay, uh, my name is Charles Saunders. I live at 1160 Draper Road, Southwest in Blackbird. Uh, I wrote something so I can remember what I wanted to say. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Chuck Saunders. I was born in Blacksburg and lived here until I was 10. I moved back for college and again when my kids got to elementary school age. My dad is the street musician that performs as Dr. Moon. I love Blacksburg and have been looking forward to my children attending Margaret Beeks, which is the same school I attended as a child. We started looking for a house to buy about two years ago. We moved into a rental home about six months after that, assuming we would be able to find a place to buy. Now, a year and a half after that, I find myself continuing to be outbid on every home that comes on the market, and the neighbors of those houses tell me, yup, they're making it into a football house. This is frustrating to hear, but at least the person purchasing the home foots the entire expense themselves, or so I thought. As I've been looking at homes lately, I've seen several that openly advertise an accessory apartment or other inaccessible living spaces. As I researched deeper, I found that these homes are actually zoned for single-family residential, and they are being partitioned in a way that gives the property owner a place to live when they visit while the renter pays the mortgage. In the situation like a duplex or other properly zoned housing, even this is grudgingly acceptable because it's safe. When a property owner purchases a home and closes off part of the house, a floor plan that would lead you to believe that there are adequate fire exits now only has one way out. It's not safe, and that's why it's not permitted. I am finding these properties openly listed with these stipulations on sites like Zillow. I found two properties yesterday. I contacted the zoning administrator. He said that he would pursue enforcement, but how am I the one finding these? 
I was also sent to town a copy of the town's homestay program outlining the fact that postings on sites like Airbnb, one, need to be approved by the town, and two, require the property owner to reside in the home. I believe I have found listings on Airbnb that are also in violation. I would like to know first, what the town is doing to enforce code, and second, what I can do to help. I would respectfully request a volunteer. Let me work for free on behalf of the town, and I can request records from Airbnb regarding names and addresses of properties listed. I will cross-check that permission is granted, cross-check against property records, and ensure names match for renter and owner. I can request rec recently closed listings from Zillow and check the descriptions for stipulations about accessory apartments and cross-check the number of bedrooms in a listing against the town's record for the property. Ultimately, what I seek is a fair playing field. I have deep connections to the town and want to give those to my children, but I'm outmatched by people that don't live here. Please enforce the zoning rules and please let me help if at all possible. Thank you. And if we do, we have time after the meeting to chat with him or should we, yes, we Mr. could set Mr. up a meeting? Mr. Lawrence could talk to him after the meeting. Super. Okay. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. Is there anyone else who would like to speak under public comments? Hi, I'm Deborah Olson. I live at 402 Lansdowne Street in Blacksburg. Uh, we are all too well aware of the downside of local development, the additional traffic, the loss of green space, and so on. But in thinking about it, it seemed to me a potential upside is the tax base. At a recent panel on affordable housing, a professor from Tech actually confirmed this. He, may, he and another faculty have apparently done the work, done the math, showing that high-density buildings that students inhabit and that account for a significant portion of the, downtown, of the town development add far more to town coffers than do single-family residential homes. His point was that despite its liabilities, high-density housing, student housing contributes tangibly to town finances. My question is this. In light of our expanded tax base, why were taxes raised so precipitously this year? I realize that the assessments went up enormously, but does not, that does not constitute an a priori rationale for tax increases of 20 to 50%. Our taxes went up 44% with no recent improvements to our home. We live on a modest street, and one concern we have is that current taxes may actually take it out of the range of for people looking for moderate-priced housing. I don't expect an answer to my question this evening. I think it is a simple question that probably requires a complex answer. In fact, I would encourage you to provide the relevant information on the town website when it is ready. This would allow all the interested parties to better understand the facts and the thinking behind different decisions and allow us to discuss the issues in an informed and productive manner. While I have the opportunity, I would like to make one further comment. The panel I attended on affordable housing had speakers from the town staff, the planning committee, and the tech professor. I learned a great deal and gained some valuable perspectives on what is happening now and what is possible for the future. I would strongly recommend a similar panel be convened on a broader public stage with a video option to help with communication about housing and development issues. When I mentioned this to panel members, they felt that the information is widely available and well understood, but really 
it is not. I think such an effort might facilitate a far more civil and useful discourse around these issues and enable us to acknowledge that, we, that despite our different perspectives, we are all working towards what we believe are the best interests of the town. Thank you. Anybody else? Hello again, my name is Christine King. I am born and raised in Blacksburg, Virginia, and I currently live in Montgomery County. Um, today I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. I would just like to thank some town council members for the work session that I attended recently. Um, Jerry Ford, Michael Sutphin, Lauren Culliver, and Susan Anderson. I super appreciate you all's comments during the work session. Um, it made me realize that you all actually listened to me and recognized what was going on. And um, the most outstanding thing to me was when the one-year agreement was put forth, some of you spoke up and said that some things could be changed immediately. And I just wanted to thank you for speaking up for us. Um, also, I would like to point out the fact, in case you weren't aware, that uh, the current acting director, Rhonda, um, she was the previous executive director of the Blacksburg Museum and Cultural Foundation, and under her care, the collections and museum did go without insurance for two years. Uh, so when we brought up the fact that the collections should go to another museum for proper caretaking, that is something that was on our mind. Um, I know you all said that you do receive um, yearly reports with it. Um, so just in case it's something that you weren't aware of moving forward, something to think about and uh, pay attention to, please. And also, um, lastly, when you, if you can, um, when choosing another executive director for the museum, uh, we'd like to request someone that is non-biased, culturally and professionally competent, competent, and someone that can also follow American museum standards. Thank you. Anyone else? <clears throat> Seeing no one. Going once, twice, three times. Uh, I will close public comment and we can move on to unfinished business. Do we have any? Okay. Um, new business? Okay. And council announcements. Well, since, since we have more time than we planned, um, I will go ahead and read. Uh, would this be under unfinished business or new business? Um, I thought I would read the, the exact resolution that we're passing to do with the uh, Museum and Cultural Foundation. We'll just consider it what uh, council member comments or uh, council member... Um, Announcements? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, this is always available. The, the documents that back up our agenda are always uh, available online. Um, but uh, I'll go ahead and read this one, which is Resolution 8B23, a resolution to renew the Blacksburg Museum and Cultural Foundation Operating Agreement. Whereas, since the establishment of the Blacksburg Museum and Cultural Foundation, the town of Blacksburg has provided direct and in-kind support, whereas the current operating agreement between the town 
and the BMCF expires in August 2023, whereas the terms of the operating agreement have not been reviewed in the past decade, and whereas the Town Council believes that it is appropriate to renew the operating agreement for one year to provide time to determine in consultation with the Foundation what changes to the operating agreement may be appropriate. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the Council of the Town of Blacksburg that the renewal of the attached operating agreement between the Town and the Museum uh, for, uh, is extended for one year, for a one-year term. So that is the content of the resolution, and uh, I think it's uh, wise to continue to be in dialogue with the Museum Foundation. Uh, and certainly, we ought to be able to get uh, a uh, kind of consensus uh, after a year longer of working on it together. And if there are no council announcements, then we are adjourned.